Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It is true. The rumors are true. We made it to Friday. Pat yourselves on the back. You did it. We're so proud of you. And it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful day. The rumors are true. I uh, deleted my Twitter. Um, yeah, it's Friday. Like, can you believe it? I can't believe it. I was just snapping along and just reminding myself of my middle finger pain, which I still have. Did someone, you get a splint? Someone reached out to me, told me that it is a nerve pain and that I need to do some physical therapy. And That's just a lie. No, it's not. It's Did not you a lie. even try the splint? Like the most basic thing? No, I didn't do a splinty vibe yet. Sleep with it in a splint for one night, and I promise you, like your life will be changed. Okay, I mean, I before also you feel go like, down the route of like nerve endings. Okay, but I also feel like at the wellness retreat, like they definitely have like a physical therapist, and like I might actually get some physical therapy. You know, I don't know if I would assume that the wellness retreat has a physical therapist. I think the wellness retreat has everything, and also it's not. I feel like wellness retreat is a little misleading because like wellness retreat sounds to me like. Yoga, Reiki, right. healing that's not crystals. It. No, it's not it. This is a fitness retreat. Oh my, that sounds like torture. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, this is the last day you're gonna see me before I go on my retreat. BR of, of wellness and fitness. Before retreat. Before retreat. So take a good look at me now. Take a look at me now. I actually might look well. That's such a good song. What song is that? It's enough to remind me, just the memory of your face. So take a look at me now. I don't know. Against all odds, Phil Collins. And that's what Gavin DeGraw. (laughs) Gavin DeGraw against all odds. Phil Collins. It's Gavin DeGraw. Wait, hold on. It's literally Phil Collins. It's literally Mr. DeGraw. Against all odds. He and had, that's what, okay, well, hold on. He I've covers got it. a face. Gavin DeGraw covers it, though. Okay, it is Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. And Gavin DeGraw. No. Against, I, I can hear it in my. Maybe he covers it? That's what I'm saying. And that's okay. the better version. Gavin DeGraw. Well, I know the original. I'm actually a big hmm. Phil Collins it's fan. It's not coming up. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. AZ Lyrics, Gavin DeGraw against all odds. Great. So take a look at me now. Yeah, I guess he did a cover, but... It's remarkable. You know what I've learned in my old age is that, like, I'm a big Phil Collins girl. You are. True Colors is such a good song. No, and, like, and you're such an Emily... Emily 
Lucy Pop. What, what's her name? Emily in Paris is Phil Collins' daughter. What's her name? Lucy. Lily Collins. Lily Lucy Collins. Lucy Collins. I was thinking Lucy. I'm too. like Emily Collins doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, she. That's like the type of nepotism. Like I fully support. You know. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is even though I'm BR, I might look well today because I drank an entire gallon of water yesterday. I saw you had a new water bottle. I got a new water bottle. I was influenced by Olivia Culpo. She showed this water bottle that like gives you all these benchmarks to drink a gallon of water each day. And I got the water bottle and it is massive. How many times did you pee? I peed a lot, but because like they give you uh, markers 7 a.m., 9 a.m., like I really tried to like be on schedule and that did split Spread up the out. peas quite evenly and it wasn't like ruining my day how many times I had to pee but you know what did make my day aside from being a hydrated queen hmm. I made a chili so did I and I think it's a tale of two chilies because your chili made your day mine ruined mine my chili was so wonderful so I had ground turkey in the fridge that was like on its last day like needed to cook tonight so I followed a half-baked harvest recipe white bean and turkey chili I cooked it on the stove even though she calls for a slow cooker like I'm sorry I don't have one and I also don't have an instapot so I just like modified the instapot did you use your le crusette no my le crusette is like in storage and so i just used um you've got to get your le crusette out of storage i know i just used a pot on the stove i use my le crusette i mean so here's what happened you're not one to talk anyways i just want to say like five stars one of the best chilies i've ever made way better than my vegetarian chili zach loved it what like it's hard (laughs) sorry the vegetarian chili also realized it's like as long as you have like a decent chili once you put the sour cream and cheese on top if you're into that and avocado Anything can be a delicious chili, really. So there's a lot of room for error. But this was just a, a fantastic chili. Thank you for the recommendation. It was it was a bright spot for me. Mine was just like but a, not for me. a full day of like torture. Like, okay, so the second we, I decided to make a chili, I ordered from the butcher. And I got like the four through eight window. And of course it came at eight. Like, why couldn't it have come at four? And so it was just like all day waiting around for the meat. And then I like got all the ingredients. I got the beans and the canned tomatoes. And then by the time like the, all the stuff was actually at my house, it was already eight o'clock and I was so fucking hungry. So I wasn't in the mood to like, a good chili needs to sit. It needs to marinate. So I just like made it really half-assed. And then like the second all the shit was in the bowl, I like stirred it and ate it. Even though like that, those canned tomatoes like need time to like soak up the juice of the onions. How, how long did you leave it in the, all the shit in the bowl? You need at least 25 minutes. I did minutes. 20 minutes. It needed more. Okay. It needed more. And so it was fine. And me and Ben were like, it's fine. Ben was being nice. It just like wasn't great. And then my stomach started to hurt. I'm like, did I just give myself diarrhea? So it was like a whole journey. And what do you think it was? Maybe you had like raw meat. Uh, I got it fresh from the butcher no, today. No, no, but like maybe the meat no, wasn't no, cooked. No, 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 uh, no. The, co- the meat was fully browned before I even added like the tomatoes and stuff. Okay. Maybe you got like That's a like little. That's my biggest phobia. Maybe you got a little like meat salmonella juice on your hand or something. But the meat was fresh, so. No, but like. Raw meat can carry. No, I just think like I ate a lot of something that like wasn't that good. So like I shouldn't have eaten it, you know? Okay. Like, sorry. If, if, I, if I were to simplify it. No, it was just like a whole day's journey. And then I was like, why did I even sign up for this stupid fucking activity? I mean, I'm, I hate to hear that because it was, it was such a bright spot for and me. And that's why I just should like let Ben do it. But he didn't get home till seven and I was like really hungry. Well, the meat didn't get there till eight. No, sorry. He didn't get home till eight. So like he was leaving as a phone, as a food arrived. So I'm like, let me just get started. And then like, I, who am I kidding? You know? Yeah. Who I the do fuck know. am I kidding? But now I have chili for days in my fridge. So I'll be having chili for lunch, chili for dinner, chili until I go to my retreat. Oh my God. Do you think they have chili at the retreat? Chili is, it could be a healthy delicacy. So it's it possible. But I'm not going to eat meat. So right. everything's got to be veg for your girl. So this is basically your send off. We're so excited for you. We are really wishing you the best. We will keep you in our thoughts. 
Um, Monday through Wednesday of next week, Ben and I will be hosting here at the studio, so make sure to tune in for that. And then Thursday, Friday of next week, there are no episodes because me and Ben will be traveling. But um, I think we should just like get this send-off kicked off. Okay. I mean, I'm going to miss everyone. I want to thank you all <gasps> for your... You're going to su- miss everyone. It's like camp. Thank you all for your support. Like, I hope that when I come back, I have, like, stories and joie de vivre and so much to share and, like, insights, maybe some takeaways that I can relay to the, lar- the group at large. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little nervous. Of I'm not going to lie because it's, like, first day of school. It's literally first day of camp. And, like, you I'm have to make have to friends. Make friends, exactly. It's going to be, like, a lot of, I think, time alone. So if you have any great book recommendations, send them my way. Jackie will, of course, be vlogging the entire experience for our Patreon channel. So head over to patreon.com slash toast. Yeah, so I don't know you know, what sort of journey the video is going to take me on. Like, is it going to be uplifting? Is it going to get, is it going to get sad and dark? Is it going to be like you regret like the second you get there? Like right. that is a possibility. We it, just have it, to put that out on the table. It is a possibility. And but I don't think so. You're, I don't want to say where you are, but like you're going to be somewhere fabulous. Like how bad could it be? Yeah, truly how bad could it be? And also I'm just going to have, it's only seven days. Like even if it's not what I wanted it to be, like I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to. Is there any chance you go home early? It would have to be, like, really, really bad. Like, unsafe. Yeah. You know? Okay. So well, keep us updated, please. We shall see. Just want to thank you all once again, like, for your belief in your girl and for encouraging me to follow my dreams. No, and that's, that's like, what we're constantly preaching here at The Morning Toast. Like, if there's something you want to do, there's an itch you have, scratch, scratch it. it. And that's what you fucking did. And you're an inspiration to women everywhere. Thank for you scratching guys. your own itches. Thank you guys so much. I hope this is the start of a, of a beautiful journey. And, and You know what it is? the start of something new and turning things around you know we've got to turn, turn the, the beer around left to hip cushion i actually need to go shopping today and like get fitness clothes you should go to like like lemon aloe etc so that's like not a fun activity but maybe no. i can make it fun well i'm headed to bucks county me margo and ben are spending the weekend with tpg and honestly i'm a little upset because i want a tpg all to myself but he insisted i bring my husband and my sister so um i'll just have to like corner him for some special alone time yeah you'll have to like lock snitch and ben in a room no, and throw away the key or like put like a sleeping pill in their drinks so like they sleep all day and i'm like oh they must be so tired stop. brian want to go for a drive stop <laughs> Okay, well, I guess without further ado to do to do, here are the fast five stories you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And I'm excited to dive in and I'm excited to let everyone know that today's episode is brought to you by Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon. The meal kit delivering a curated variety of chef design recipes by America's most trusted home chef, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon make great tasting meals possible every day of the week by delivering a variety of recipe options ranging from breakfast to dinner to desserts. Meals feature both the classic flavors you love, plus new and exciting flavors you'll want to discover. They have a new menu of 29 deliciously different recipes every week. All the recipes can have six simple steps and 10 ingredients, and they can be prepared in just about 30 minutes. Ordering is super easy, and it removes the burden of grocery shopping and meal planning. So when it comes to meal kits, if... You're going to get one. Like, why not the one that was literally made by Martha Stewart? We literally. all aim. Me, last night, making my chili, like, thinking I'm Martha Stewart. And then when it tasted like it's so disgusting. Like, we all emulate Martha Stewart in our kitchens. Now we literally can. Right. Marley's would never have done that to you. Never. So if you're tired of cooking the same old, same old dinners every day, you can break out tired of your food. Tired of making yourself sick. If you're tired of giving yourself <laughs> diarrhea every night, you can break out of your food rut with Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon, the meal kit with chef-designed recipes from America's most trusted home chef. Martha Stewart, one of America's favorite home chefs, wants to make dinner for you. Let her. 
Uh, if you're tired of the same old, same old, and you're a Morning Toast listener, you can save $100 off your first four orders and get free shipping on the first delivery. Use code TOAST, that's code T-O-A-S-T. You can imagine eating deliciously different chef-quality meals every day of the week. Go to marleyspoon.com, that's M-A-R-L-E-Y, spoon.com, and the code is TOAST for $100 off your first four orders and free shipping on the first delivery. Check it out. Love it. Okay, first story, the story that you want to talk about most today Dogecoin spikes 300% in a week, stoking fears of a cryptocurrency bubble, but also very exciting for Claudia Ashray and all Doge owners. Okay, I pulled up my um We moved the business to the front today. Okay, so I don't know what Doge is. I don't. But a lot of Ben's friends work in finance, and they told us like a few weeks ago, like, buy some Dogecoin. And in my Robinhood, I have Robinhood, but I really don't like... It's not like real, like I don't put in a lot of money. It's just like, you know, maybe uh, in the last like two years, I made a thousand dollars. So like, it's like small time, you know, and I had two hundred dollars to spend on like anything. And they were like, you have to get Dogecoin. So it was point oh four. So it was four cents when I bought it. I spent the two hundred dollars and I've been like checking it every now and then. It was like kind of like stagnant at point oh eight, which whatever, like I doubled my money. That's great. But something happened last night. Like, I don't know. I can't explain. I don't even know what Dogecoin is. And I can't explain, like, why it went up. But last night and this morning when I checked, it was at 0.39. So that's 39 cents when I bought it at 4 cents. That is, like, eight times, I think. <laughs> no, it's nine. It's nine. It's nine times. It's nine. So my $200, now I'm looking at my Robinhood, is worth... They make it so confusing. $1,500. Wow. But I don't have the $1,500. And I'm like, should I sell it and get myself my $1,500? I don't know. I, I think, think I should keep going. it. Dogecoin to the moon. That's all I know about Do- Dogecoin. And I'm sorry, 39 cents is not the moon. No, but they did say they think it could get to a dollar. Like, that would be crazy. And now I'm like, you, and also, like, now I'm you, hitting myself you've for gotta, only spending $200. you have got to ride the ride. That's part of, it's, it is like gambling. You know, you, yeah. obviously, you should get up from the table when you're winning. But I also think gambling is different because you keep putting more money in. Whereas, like, this is, you have your set money. Regardless of and what happens, you you are losing or win. Like, it's $200 And in. with gambling, like, the philosophy is you really should not gamble money that you don't have. So when you sit down at a gambling table, you are okay losing the money because, the, like, you're supposed to be able to part with the money. But with stocks, like, these are people's savings. Like, they're trying to grow it. So, like, this is money actually you really can't afford to lose, you know? Most yes. people. This For me, I just, like, put, like, $500 in, like, a few years ago, and, like, I play around with it. Yes, but I feel like with gambling, it could become, like, a bottomless pit of, of course. trying to put your money in. Whereas if stocks, if you're, like, not having success, I don't think you have that same, like, it's not that same, like, adrenaline rush of sitting at a table. No, and I think for the most part. Like, if part, you get all your balance sheets back and they're all in the red, right. you're not, like, give me more. For the most part, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, the stock market is a long game. So at the end of the day, like, over the course of many years, for the most part, every stock like pretty much goes up, like eventually. Unless it goes down. Uh, for with the rare case of like, you know, Franny Mac, you know? <laughs> yes, Franny Mac. No, like we work, yeah. Right, like that no, was like a once in a lifetime. But not every stock goes up. Like a lot of stocks go down. Because you might like, you just can't predict the trends. No, I know. I just feel like overall, like with the main companies in the country, like everyone knows, like obviously like Apple, Disney, Google. Yeah. For the most part, like they just go up. Yeah, but they're also like super expensive. And like some weeks they dip down. But for the most part, yeah, it's a long game, which is why you and your few weeks of Doge need to sit on your hands. Oh yeah, okay. And throw your phone. But I could have one thousand. Oh no, it's going down. One thousand four hundred ninety-seven. Stop looking. Stop checking. No, but it's crazy that it's gone up so much because it says today's return. So since midnight of 
this morning. I mean, I already made $400, but like, I don't have the $400. That's well, you could, but that's the same with the stock market. Like you don't have it yet until you take it out. But like, I want it. So take it out. No, 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 And no. then you, and then because you're Because if not it goes even... to a dollar and I'm the moron who sold at 0.40, like I will never recover. Mm-hmm. Like Dave Portnoy, who's like big in day trading, like got rid of Dogecoin a while ago. And like last night was tweeting, like, cause he was furious. It yeah. tripled, no, no, it. Eight. Nine times, like. Yeah. So I'm not going to be that person. I'd honestly. I think I'd rather lose my $200 than miss out on a huge opportunity. A hundred percent. And also, I, I think... It just feels like I'm losing $1,500 because I have like $1,500 now technically, but I don't even have it. Yeah. But also with Joe Schwinn, considering it's like started as sort of a joke, like it's literally a meme that was turned into a yes. cryptocurrency, you're in it for the experience. You know, and honestly, I just want to be a part of something. Like I just <laughs> want to be a part of a community. You're a part of something with Doge Coin. I'm a part of a movement, like a generational movement. Like this will be in like finance books in a few right. years. Right, and if you pull out, like then also that part goes into the finance book of the people who pulled out. No, and I'm also like low-key influential. So I feel like I could actually like help the Doge. Like everyone, like keep the Doge, keep buying the Doge, 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 Doge. Doge, Doge, Doge. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm really happy for you. No, it's, it's a thrill. And keep us posted. I was talking to one of Ben's friends who like works in finance and like invests a lot in stocks. And he was like, I was asking him, I'm like, what do I do? And this is a few days ago. He said, I've made like the decision, like if it ever gets to 0.30, which like it never will, I'm going to sell it. And then like last night he texted me. He's like, oh my God, never mind. It's ready at 0.35. And I'm like, I wish I bought more. He's like, yeah, me too. I only bought $5,000. I'm like, what? I'm like, I bought 200. Like I was embarrassed to even say I lied. I said I bought 500. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta risk it. He was like, I'm so mad I didn't buy more. I'm like, you're fine. Okay, so by my math, my 200 to 1500 is seven times about. So you have $35,000 and you're complaining? Wow. If I was him, honestly, I might pull out. Big risk, big reward. Right. So I'm like mad that I only bought 200, but it makes it easier to like walk away from in a yeah. sense. Yeah, I agree. I think you're in a good spot. You okay. do what's best for you. You're on your own journey. Yeah. He's on his journey. No, and like we're a part of something together. A hundred percent. And I'm happy that you're a part of something. You know me, like I hate being left out. You hate being left out because you're not like other girls. So if I have to lose $200. You enjoy being left out. If, I'm, if I have to lose $200 just to not be like other girls, cheap at the price. <laughs> Okay, you ready for our next story? Yes, ma'am. Prince Philip's funeral arrangements are being shared, including the guest list. His funeral will be on Saturday, and it will be smaller than, you know, what it would have been. COVID. But Buckingham Palace has revealed the 30 people who will make up the congregation at the Duke of oh, that's really Edinburgh's little. funeral service. Very good. Um, Prince Philip, who died last Friday at the age of 99, is being laid to rest on Saturday at 3 p.m., British time, 10 a.m. Eastern time at St. George's Chapel in Windsor, west of London. So the 30 people who are invited is a very close group of family, close friend or two, um, but mostly his children and their grandchildren. I mean, like COVID makes it so tough because just their immediate family is like 15 people. Yeah. Most of the guest list is the princes and the dukes and right. of Essex and Wessex. So, like, if it's limited to, like, 30 people, like, do Harry and Meghan get an invitation? Well, Harry. Harry is there. I'm sure if Meghan had wanted to go, she has an invitation because all of the spouses are invited. Um, and also the other bit of news that was shared is the procession and Harry and William will not be walking next to each other. They'll be, like, William with someone and then Harry with someone. Yeah, I also saw, I was reading something, I forget what it was, that, like, there's a lot of drama within the family about... Prince Andrew and Prince Harry both wanting to like wear their official like 
military garb. Which they're no longer eligible for. One, because Andrew is a disgrace who was stripped of like... All uh, titles. All titles. And Harry, because he's not technically like a working military man or family or uh, royal family member. Yeah, I think they should both be wearing suits. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of crazy because like whenever... My personal experience with funerals is always like in Judaism, like you have to bury someone the next day. Mm-hmm. So like if Pr- Prince Philip was Jewish, like he'd already be in the ground like for like a good amount of time. And I just like... I think it's so crazy that like he's like, where is he? Yeah, no, he's almost there. It's actually no, like, where's the body chilling? You think forgetting? Right I don't know. Westminster Abbey, the hospital, hospital, the morgue. Freezer. Yeah. yeah, he's probably Ooh. embalming. Yeah. Um. Do you remember no, that I episode actually, of the so Simple I, Life? I just said that Andrew and Harry should wear suits, but I actually think that Prince Philip would want them to wear their. I don't think he would want Andrew. I don't know. I think that I think he would. He's like. I think that... I mean, but, like, Prince Andrew is literally the definition of an absolute abomination disgrace. Like... Yeah. He shouldn't even be invited. And to be honest, he should be excommunicated from the entire country. Like, he's so disgusting. Like, I can't even compare him and Harry. Like, they're so different. They are so different. Like, Harry got into a fight with his brother. Like, Andrew is a full-blown criminal. And I don't think that he should be wearing the garb. And I don't even think he should be invited. Well, we'll see what they're all wearing. I'm going to try and watch... Been waking up so early these days. Where do you watch it? Um, it'll be like on our morning shows on Saturday morning, like a little coverage. Do you remember um, that episode of The Simple Life when they worked at a funeral home and like were embalming people and like no, spray tanning them? That's so scary. Oh my god, it was so funny. That it was such not, a good show. Such a good show, but that's I could never. No, I could never. Well, actually, I had dinner with Phaedra Parks mm-hmm. a few months ago, and I asked her like a million questions. She embalms people. She owns. A bunch of funeral homes, and she is a mortician. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so she knows all about, because she was explaining how, like, there's so many different, like, traditions for embalming Jewish people, and, like, she's certified in all of their religions. And I'm like, aren't you, like, grossed out? And she was like, no. I'm like, That's okay. Crazy. Like, perfect job for you. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Are you ready for our next story? Yes, ma'am. Pete Davidson will play punk rocker Joey Ramone in a new Netflix oh. biopic. Saturday Night Live comedian Pete Davidson has been cast as Ramon singer Joey Ramone in the upcoming biopic based on the punk icon's life. Oh my god. Do you watch Entourage? Sometimes. Like, I've seen some, a lot of episodes. Like, do you know the Joey Ramone of it all? No, that I'm unfamiliar. Um, okay, well, like, this is, like, Adrian Grenier, like, was dying to play Joey Ramone, and he, like, found a script from this guy who was writing it, and it was, like, a whole storyline. So now I feel like Pete Davidson is literally living like Vinny Chase. I literally hate Vinny Chase, so don't... Hate! 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 He's, one of, he's the literal Carrie Bradshaw of yes! Entourage. Susan like, Meyer! He's horrible i hate him on the show like i hate everything about him i could not agree more and the show is and then like mark Wahlberg should be so embarrassed that like that's, that's what people his, think like, of him fictional representation <laughs> sick this sick. Show. the worst fucking he, character so irresponsible so selfish so, narcissistic. so self-righteous like he literally thinks he's mother Teresa no, because he, like, he has act- his friends with him no no and he literally like acted in one movie and then was like I want to direct like thought he was so fucking good at everything and when Medellin bombed I was so fucking happy yeah no he really thought he was so good at he everything he made one art film in New York Queens Boulevard and thinks he's entitled to like all of Hollywood. Yeah. And, oh my God. It was, but it actually was a really good show for like a million reasons. Despite but one, Vinny's efforts, it was a good show. And also, I think it was actually really accurately represented like how people get in Hollywood. Like they are normal people from New York, from Queens, and then they come to LA like thinking that they're everything of the sort. And like when, when it turns out that they're not, it's a real slap in the face. Yeah. Because like there are a few moments when like Vinny like literally can't get work. 
because he's like such a joke in Hollywood. I'm because like, people have woken up. To people how. have woken up. <laughs> My G fucking sucks. And those are the best episodes, like ever. <laughs> Except like you want Vinny to win because once he wins, everyone else yeah. wins. Like rising tides raise all ships. Like he funds the life of all the guys well, except for E so like you really want him to win but you also like fucking hate him and you just you want him to fail so we can get a reality check like you're not that great 100% I'm so glad you brought that up it is the Carrie Bradshaw Susan Meyer effect yeah Susan is annoying as hell but I feel like Desperate Housewives is more of an ensemble cast and it wasn't yes. relying on Susan but like Sex and City is Carrie Entourage is annoying ass Vinny. agreed I wouldn't say that she's the main character of Desperate Housewives but it definitely felt like in the first couple seasons they were trying to make that make it that way yeah she was but like everyone else was like you know Gabby was like self-involved Brie was so like stringy and Le- Lu- Luann what's her um, name Lynette Scava Lynette was like great like the all over the place Lynette. like Edie is like you know seductive neighbor yeah and I think Susan was meant to be like you see yourself in Susan right like the normal one who struggles I'm good no, no, I see literally none of myself in Susan, and I plan to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the film, which is being developed by Netflix in collaboration with STX Films, will be based on and have the same title as Ramon's brother, Mickey Lee's 2009 book, I Slept with Joey R- Ramon, a family memoir. I guess that's like, a funny name that, for a book. That is really funny. Um, I like, don't really know much about the Ramones, except I feel like I used to have a t shirt. Um, and I'm down there. I think they're Jewish, right? Like from. Um, Far Rockaway, right? Oh, would love to see it. Or they have a yeah. song called Rockaway Beach. One, it's one or the other. Yeah. You know what? I'm pretty sure they're Jewish. Um, yeah, let us know what you the find. The Ramones, Jewish. I think... The Ramones were banned. Yes, they were from Forest Hills, Queens, that is Rockaway Beach, and a predominantly Jewish middle-class stronghold that bred a restive... This is not English. Oh, my God. Rollingstone.com. This is what they wrote. <laughs> Truckers for the Ramones are here. The Ramones? Oh, they didn't share bloodlines. They weren't brothers. I don't know. But they did have an important common background of coming from an age, from coming of age in suburbia, Forest Hills, Queens, a predominantly Jewish middle-class stronghold that bred a new and restively nests among <laughs> its nonconformist <laughs> youth. What is that sentence? I have no idea. Let me read it one more time. Let me read. Let no, me no, no, know. please. You're, let me see it. Okay, fine, I fine. need to see it with grammar and what all. What is the word enu? E-N-N-U-I. N-U-I. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 but like, I don't know what it means still. Read the... I don't know. Read, and, the whole, read the whole sentence. Okay. It makes no fucking sense. The Ramones didn't share bloodlines, but they did have the important common background of coming of age in suburbia. In Forest Hills, Queens, a predominantly Jewish middle-class stronghold that bred... <laughs> you can't even read! A predominantly Jewish middle-class stronghold that bred NUI and restively nest. <laughs> See? It's literally not an English sentence. Restively nest. What's a restively nest? I don't know. I'm shook by this. I just was looking up a simple, like, interesting factoid. N-U-I. Joey Ramone was Henri. Jewish. Henri. It's French. You guys also, wait. Joey just, Ramone was Jewish. I just need Is to... Is Pete s- Davidson Jewish? No, no. I need to sidebar for one second. Speaking of the French, Claudia shared yesterday, which sparked a whole Francophile <gasps> episode about, you know, the Louvre, Eiffel Tower, Paris, France. how much France, I love a, char- I love a charcuterie board. A little pain de chocolat. Champs-Élysées. <laughs> Claudia's shirt yesterday didn't had a bunch of buildings on it. The Eiffel Tower was not one of them. No, there was There's, literally like the Burj Khalifa. There was literally nothing Parisian about it. it. It said like nightlife on it. It was giving me Parisian vibes for sure. It was though. giving me more like New York City, like Ben Dell's 
caricature yeah. vibes. Like, there's nothing Parisian about that shirt. Yeah, we just wanted to update you guys. Like, we made all these jokes about my shirt being, like, so Parisian. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Claude in Paris. <laughs> and literally, there was not even a monument from Paris on my shirt. Yeah, so that's just something I feel like everyone should know. But now, back to the Ramones. I'm looking forward to seeing Pete in something more serious. And I'm looking forward to seeing the, the Inui that he brings to the table. And the yeah. rest of Lee Ness, I feel like he'll mm. be able to... Really capture the rest of Ness. <laughs> what is the, what is that word? Restively Ness. I don't know. That's not a word. That's just like. By the way, it's also it's, it was two separate words. Restively, which I don't think is a word. Space N E S S. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but I actually would definitely see this movie, for sure. And I think this could be Pete Davidson's like big. Yeah shift in his career from, from like being stand like up comedian and snl and like king of staten island like that fun stuff to like hard-hitting actor perhaps no it's like kind of like what um shallow hell did for jack black it is kind of like that that's such a good movie no it's like steve carell yeah like you know, when going, he started going like really serious like dan life of dan remember that movie no dan and I'll, no, I don't, I don't even know what movie I'm talking I, about. Marvin Martian, that one, the one with like. Um, oh no, no, that one, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, and that one was like little Marvin. <laughs> I'm honestly not a huge Steve Carell girl, clearly. And also, he was in um, Crazy Stupid Love. No, but that was when he was like transitioning into like the more okay, serious. There was roles. the movie about Dan. Like, right. Let's on. just go to his catalog. There was also the movie with Billie Jean King. Oh, I have no idea. Right. Well, not with her, about her. Steve Carell, Carell. Dan, Dan in real life. Okay. Don't oh, it was know a it. comedy drama. Welcome to Marwin. That's what yeah, I'm thinking yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Battle of the Sexes is Billie Jean King one. He was in Vice. He was in the Big Short, amazing movie. He was in Crazy Stupid Love, and unfortunately, I think he was in dinner for schmucks yes he was he was literally the star and he was the most annoying character horrific he's in actually so many movies but it's like going from 40 year old virgin to yeah no he has actually had like a really strong transitional career from like silly comedy to he's like a really serious actor now like i don't know if he has been nominated for an oscar but like it's definitely in his future yeah so i feel like that perhaps could be that's pete davidson's future as well interesting very good call Next up, Madison LaCroix speaking out on A-Rod and J-Lo's breakup. And by mm. speaking out, she said five words. The Southern oh. Charm star told Page Six on Thursday when reached out about the split, quote, I wish them the best. That's five words. Um, okay. Honestly, it's like not Madison LaCroix's fault at all. No. Um, but she's enmeshed. Yeah, which is crazy just like in general. Like it's actually a great moment for Bravo. It is a great moment for Bravo. Just being... A part, a part of the of, narrative. A part of this big story. This yeah. big ship laying dormant in the South China Sea. Laying dormant in the South China Sea. Also, somebody had a good suggestion for one new of ships. our new ship recommendations. Russell Wilson and Sierra. Yes, Ciara. and also Haley and Justin Bieber. Yes and yes. I actually have like really big ships. I might be able to even fill a, a J-Lo and A-Rod with one of them. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we, we weren't able to think creatively. No. But some people did give us good suggestions. Yeah, and I feel good about kind of the replacements. Agreed. And best of luck to the boat sitting at the bottom of the South China Sea. Best of luck. Dormant. Dormant. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's the final story. Dealing yeah. with what I think one of my favorite topics that we've ever discussed on any of our shows and that is Fire Festival. 
Fire Festival attendees win a $7,200 settlement each in oh. a $2 million class action Oh my God, I'm lawsuit. like, $7,200, they all have to split? No, no, no. $7,200 each. A $2 million class action lawsuit was re- settlement was reached Tuesday in U.S. Bankruptcy Court in the Southern District of New York between the festival's organizers and 277 ticket holders, according to documents obtained by People. The final amount is still subject to the court's approval, though as it currently stands, each ticket holder would receive about $7,200. And that's for, like, the price of their flight tickets and just, like, general General torture. General trauma. Yeah, okay. Like, emotional distress, I think it's what it's called in the legal system. Yeah, and, like, false advertising. I mean, honestly, $7,200 per person is not enough. No, it's not. If I had actually went and, like, landed on this remote island and was given a piece of bread with a slab of cheese in, like, a plastic container and given a tent to live in when I paid for a villa hell hath no fury like those people wish I was a part of this fucking lawsuit I would have taken them for everything they have but at the same time you're suing people who are bankrupt so it's like what's the point what's the point and like the people who went to fire festival like if you watch the documentary like they what were you doing you know one of my biggest flexes (laughs) is that I didn't fall for not saying that it was their fault because it was advertised (laughs) by like fabulous people but I just feel proud that like I wasn't like you know, convinced by Bella Hadid to go to a music festival. Based on nothing Based other on than nothing. the fact that Bella Hadid posted a video that had nothing to do with and it. And, like, Emily Ratajkowski and, like, Kendall Jenner. Like, I actually feel, like, really proud of myself because I like to think of myself as, like, someone who's easily persuaded. But, like, maybe I'm not because, like, the coolest people in the world couldn't convince me to go down to a fabulous weekend in the Bahamas. Yeah. And I don't even blame people who did get convinced because they are very convincing people. Yeah. But I'm just really proud of myself. Not to make it about me. No, I agree. Because that's something we like what could have went to. It's true. I remember Zach sent it to us and he yeah. was like, This looks cool when all like the promo was coming out. And oh, we're just like yeah. lazy. Yeah, we're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Get the tickets, like we'll go. But just like I'm not Imagine. Imagine that we had to, I had to blame Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, so that's like a little bit of justice for the attendees. We love to see it. Um, but I remember when watching the documentary, it's like the real justice that needed to be served was for the people of the island who gave like resources, yep. food, labor towards this festival. Just got like taken advantage of and then the island was left trashed right. too. So justice for the, the islanders, locals. justice for the locals. 100 percent. Yeah. Well, those are the past five and... I feel as though you needed to know them. No, very well-rounded. We got finance, we got justice, we got legislation. Like, we got it all. Yeah, we do have it all. And that's what you can expect from the Morning Toast, including a recap of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, so what did you think of the episode? Um, I barely remember it. I, when I came in this morning, I was like, wait, fuck, did I forget to watch Kardashians? No, I watched it. And shockingly, the most interesting part was Poosh. Yeah. That Poosh drama was, like, actually pretty crazy and real. Like, felt very authentic it's very like dash dolls no it's like that's like the fact that she was like having to like scold her high school friend like for talking back to her in a group chat like drama yeah no i can't lie the way that her friend was sitting there in the bucket hat and the sunglasses like with her mouth agape like was so crazy imagine like showing up to a meeting like that no totally and you know what I, I can't lie. You didn't watch. I didn't watch. I told you, I was literally up all night and I went to bed at 10 o'clock. My stomach was hurting me so bad for my chili and the only thing I could do to, to like ease my pain was go to sleep. So that's why I just like wanted to hear from you what happened. Okay, not much happened. So I would say like that was the most interesting facet, like literally Courtney needing to sit down with her employees and be like, you guys are employees. Like yeah. we're not, this isn't like... That's like hard. This that, isn't a democracy. This is a cheerocracy. That's like she said it. The Steph Shep of it all too. Like when you become so close with your employees, this is different. She hired f- old friends. 
She didn't become friends with, bless you, she hired two friends from high school. She didn't become close with an employee. No, but even in general, it doesn't matter how. Like, if you're close with your employees, like, it does become awkward when, like, you need to, like, lay the gauntlet down. Yeah, and one of her friends from high school was, like, talking back to her in the group chat. Like, this vibe isn't for me. She literally was like, I'm just going to excuse myself from this vibe and left the chat. Whew. Yeah, it was really crazy. So that was the most interesting part. I thought Courtney handled it really well. Addison was in the episode I saw on TikTok. Addison walked into the room while Courtney was complaining about the Pooh's drama, and it said Addison Wright dancer. And then <gasps> she sat at the table, and we didn't even, I don't even think she was mic'd up. I didn't hear a word. Okay, it was fuck. upsetting. It was That's so tease. upsetting. They really like, need to start utilizing their best asset. It was an Addison tease. Then Chloe and Tristan put the episode on their backs. Because they went UFO hunting? Because they went UFO hunting, which was like so stupid. They literally had like a Zoom session with a that UFO so expert. That is so stupid. So stupid. But I do, they they thought they saw UFOs, but it was kind of annoying because like Chloe, they're like staking out outside, like trying to see a UFO over the Pacific Ocean. And they see something and Chloe like runs to get her phone and she misses it. But the camera got it, the, the show. So she was like, I'm so mad I didn't get to capture it. But you did capture no, and it. And not only did you capture it not on your phone, you got like a full-blown like, yeah, no, I, $10,000 I, camera. Yeah, I saw what you saw. Like, yeah. can you just like... That's you, cool. Yeah. And Courtney was like, why didn't you get a video? Like, I want to see. I'm like, watch the show. Cor- Keeping up with Kardashians. No, literally. 8 o'clock Thursdays. And it's in more high definition than your phone could have ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, so it's That's like... so stupid. It's so stupid. That like bugged me. And then Caitlin had reached out to Chris because her oh. career is kind of stalled because yeah. of COVID. Actually, Sophia had reached out to Chris it's on also Caitlin's behalf. Not stalled because of COVID. It's stalled because like no. Well, I guess she Caitlin's doing, not that interesting anymore. Well, she had been doing motivational speaking and like speaking engagements, and that is stalled. Yes. So Chris like suggested she make a YouTube channel. And at first, I was like, oh, she's sabotaging. <laughs> she doesn't want Caitlyn to yeah. succeed. Um, but then they showed some clips of, like, cooking with Caitlyn, and she was making recipes from, like, Chris's cookbook. Oh, and then cute. the girls, like, called, like, Kim called her and was like, oh, my God, we re- remember we used to make that. And I mean, I'm happy that they really are all getting along. So it seems, like, even Chris. Yeah, and, and so the girls were like, we understand if Chris doesn't want to help her, but, in, like, I think in helping her, it was, like, um, beneficial for chris's process journey yeah yeah that's like always been like the sad thing because like when they play like old episodes of kardashians like the first like five seasons on e all the time and you see how caitlin was like such an influential part of all the girls lives and now it's like fast forward it's like we don't even see caitlin like ever yeah so i really hope and of course these things take time there is like a brokenness there but i do really hope one day like that they can all get back on the same page and it seems like this was a good like, this is a good part of that journey for them. So you didn't miss anything. I, I won't even say you should, like, watch it in order to watch it next week. I they don't know. really need to pick things up. Like, this is the final season. You want people to start watching your Hulu show. Like, this season, not cutting it. And then next week's episode is, like, Courtney and Scott talking about if they should get married. Uh, and, like... Like, we know they're not. He's dating a 12-year-old. He's dating a 12-year-old, and she's part of Kravis. So let's move on. And, like, you should have scrapped the episode and thrown it in the bin. Yeah, because it's, like, the bin. Because it's honestly embarrassing for you guys. Yeah, no, I'm embarrassed. And I don't ship Squirt, like, on any day of the week. No, I'm so over Even them. Even if Courtney's single as a Pringle, and so is Scott, I still don't ship. They Me are in two different boats. Of course, like, for the kids, I think it would be great if they got back together. But they seem to co-parent, like, so healthy. Like, maybe the best I've ever seen. So I think we should just leave that alone. Let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, the other thing that people were talking about I saw on Toast After Dark is, like, Chloe and Tristan's, like, dynamic. And, like, they were, like, they have no chemistry. Like, and I did get the vibe that, like, Chloe gets, like, really annoyed by him. And, like, you know what I mean? But yeah. I also feel like that's kind of part of, like, being in a relationship is, no. like, 
when your partner says something and you're like rolling your eyes. No, you're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but he's really trying for the show. Like, no, that's what, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I don't think we can judge their chemistry based off the show because he's new to the show. He's just like acting. Yeah. Like, and I don't think trying. it's fair to judge at all. Like what their relationship and chemistry is like, because it's so awkward on the show. Chloe's used to it. Like who Chloe is on the show. I really believe is like who she is as a person. No, but it's also like, I imagine I was thinking about this. Like when the cameras turn on, like, Chloe gets into like camera mode like and, yeah. and like sort of like how we do on the show. Like, mm -hmm. but if you bring someone on who's never done it before, like you might get really irritated by everything they say. And maybe that's, maybe that's why we fight with our husbands every time we do a podcast. Oh, I fight with Ben every time we do a podcast. So that'll be us next week. Oh, how exciting. Great segue. Good luck on your journey. Thank you. We will all be thinking of you. Everyone have a great weekend. Reminder, Monday through Wednesday of next week, we are still back in the studio, YouTube, and podcast. Me and Ben will be hosting. And then Thursday, Friday of next week, there are no episodes. So I just wanted to remind you guys of that. Jackie will be vlogging her entire wellness experience on the Patreon. So patreon.com slash the morning toast. Also, like, I don't know what the vibe is going to be there. You know, I might have to, like, bring a tripod to, like, take some pictures. <gasps> oh, that's of horrifying. But assuming, like... Everything, I, I mean, I might be, like, also sharing a lot on my Instagram. I don't know yet. I'll have to see. You'll like, see. is it weird me, like, taking selfies at the wellness retreat? Like, is that weird? No. I don't know. We'll see. Just as and, long as someone's looking. And it's, like, if it's super pretty, I'm going to, like, want to take some pictures. But, like, there's going to be no one there to take a picture of me. So just know if you see any photos of me, like, either I did self-timer or I made Just a keep that in mind. Or I made a friend. <laughs> Probably self-timer. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast of the Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us the Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful Sunday and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Stay safe out there. Don't drink and drive. And we'll see you on Monday. Goodbye. 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 Bye. 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 Bye.